the Buffalo Bills, who are, I, I think, third ranked uh, in many of the the odds uh, as far as winning the Super Bowl, they're in the top five in, in almost all of them. Mm-hmm. But they cannot seem to get out of their own way. You know, and, and to be honest, Stephon Diggs has a lot to do with it, at least since the offseason, or really since that last playoff game when they lost to Cincinnati, uh, when he went off on Josh Allen on the sidelines, was upset with the situation, and really um, kind of kept the, the franchise at odds length through the offseason, gets back to, to training camp or mini camp, and uh, some issues there. And supposedly they ironed them all out. And now, of course, Stephen A. Smith, friend of the show, uh, he comes out yesterday and says that sources have told him, or a source, or he's at sources, I think, that Stephon Diggs wants out of Buffalo. Um, Stephon responds with the tweet, 100% not true. I don't know who the source is, but I thought I'd nip this stuff, if you will, in the bud already. So, Bucky, I've got a take on the the Bills that I want to share, but first I want to hear from you. Do you think the vibes just seem off? Uh, Stephon saying the right things, Josh Allen saying the right things, but it, they just seem a tad bit off and distracted for non-football reasons. And we saw, I know it's preseason, but Pittsburgh manhandled them in the first half when the Bills were playing their starters. And so do you think that right now uh, it is not looking good for the Buffalo Bills or you think this is not a big deal and they're going to be just as good as most people think so? No, I mean, I think this is a big deal. And, look, the preseason doesn't count, but it certainly does matter, meaning that the way your team looks in the preseason can foreshadow how your team is going to look at the beginning of the regular season. Doesn't mean that it can't change over time. But it look, here's where you are. If you put bad stuff on tape, uh, that stuff is part of a, a habit. Like, your habits are not correct. And the thing about the Buffalo Bills is they've kind of been in this conversation as a title contender for the last three or four years. And your window typically to chase a title, to win a title, is about three or four years. And so they haven't been able to get it done because of the Kansas City Chiefs or because of their own failures. They just have not been able to get to the promised land. What you now have is a team that is a little older, a team that has changed, because you have to remember, Stephon Diggs is the only guy there. Cole Beasley's no longer there. They've had some other wide receivers that have kind of come and gone over time. Uh, Leslie Frazier is no longer the defensive right. coordinator. Some of their veterans have moved on. Terrell Edmonds signed a big deal. And so this is a different team, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a better team. And so, yeah, like they are a team that is still trying to find their identity because it changes year to year. But I am concerned because the Pittsburgh Steelers moving them around, knocking them around, kind of beating them up in the fashion in which they did. Yeah, that's problematic. And if you're the Buffalo Bills and you're looking at the AFC, the AFC is loaded, not only with quarterbacks, but with top teams. And so. They have to get their stuff together. Good thing for them, they still have two and a half, three weeks to get ready before that regular season opener. But, yeah, they, they have some work to do. My thought on Buffalo is this, because you're right. I mean, they have lost some talent. There's no question. But I still think when I look up and down that roster, the offensive line isn't great, but it hasn't been great. Um, but, obviously, Josh Allen is is what he is. I think Diggs is great. Gabe Davis is, you know, he's he's good. 
they are they added, you know, the rookie tight end, uh, Dalton Kincaid, to go behind Dawson Knox. So I think maybe we'll see some more, you know, two tight end sets from them. But I think defensively, obviously, they've been in the top two, actually, uh, in terms of points allowed for three of the last four years. And Von Miller hopefully will be back. So I think they've still got the talent to contend. But, Bucky, this is my issue with the Bills. I feel like, and Sean McDermott has done a, there's no question he did a great job when he took over that team because they had not been in the playoffs in a while, or at least not consistently, and he has turned them into a perennial contender, a perennial playoff team. But I feel like you can get to the playoffs maybe, win regular season games on talent, uh, obviously, there's some good coaching going on, too. But I feel like to get over the hump and win the Super Bowl or even reach the Super Bowl, you have to have great leadership and a great culture. And that's what I think they lack in Buffalo. I don't I think Josh Allen is tremendous, but I don't I can't say honestly that I think he's a great leader. It seems like he's just a talented player who can run and throw, but I don't see great leadership. Uh, Sean McDermott, the way he handled this Stephon Diggs thing was like he threw gasoline on a fire. It might have been a little match. It wasn't even that big a deal. Had he handled it properly, it might not have become a big deal, at least publicly, that it did, but he didn't handle it right. And I feel like from McDermott and Allen – you can throw if you want to throw Ken Dorsey in now that you know. I I feel like they don't have great leadership, and their lack of that is what could end up costing them. Yeah, their lack of leadership is a problem. Now, I'll say this: I was a member of the Buffalo Bills in '94, uh, right coming off the heels of this team going to four straight Super Bowls. Back then, they used to call them the bickering Bills because there was always <laughs> some kind of drama that was going on within the team. Yet they were resilient enough to be able to deal with that and continue to go to Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. So it's not unprecedented for this team to have some issues but continue to perform on the field at a high level. And so what Sean McDermott has to do, he has to look at what he has. He has to figure out what can I do with this team. He has to get all of the, 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 the parties headed in the right direction. And that doesn't mean that they all have to get along and get along and sing songs together and hold hands and that stuff. But there has to be a level of mutual respect between all of the players. So when they step between the lines, they go get it. Because this team has been so close to being able to yep. get it done. They just haven't gotten over the hump. But we've seen they've given the Bills problems. They've been a team that has played with the top teams in the AFC. They're still in that conversation. It's just a matter, can they have enough chemistry and continuity to get it done when it really matters? The most alarming thing to me is that the way they looked in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. And they barely, they were fortunate to get by Miami playing its third-string quarterback. And then, of course, they got manhandled by Cincinnati in elements that, you know, at least because you play in Buffalo, you should be able to, you should be more acclimated to that than your opponent. Um, look, maybe they were shell-shocked by the DeMar Hamlin situation, which would be mm-hmm. understandable. Do you think it was that, or what do you think 
happened to them in the playoffs. And I, I get they didn't win it. I'm not saying they had to win it. But they just didn't play well in either of their playoff games. And what do you think was the cause of that? And is that that looks like that could be something potentially that could carry over. Well, I mean, I think last year is a little different, right? That situation and circumstance is, is man, it's, it's trying. To see a teammate nearly um, pass away on the field, it had to leave scars. It had to linger. Uh, had it hang over the the head of the team going forward. I mean, I, I shoot, I don't know how many teams have had to deal with that. We see how some teams uh, react when you have uh, players suffer suffer spinal injuries that right. could leave them paralyzed temporarily or long term on the field. And so I can only imagine when you're dealing with a situation as serious as Demar Hamlin, the effects that it had. Because the one thing as players, you you view yourself as a warrior. There's a level of instability invincibility that you cloak around yourself when you walk on the field and so when you see someone have a near-death experience like Demar, man that can change everything about your physicality your aggressiveness uh what you're willing to engage in on the the field because you never thought about that you've always been fearless and courageous and all of that and so i'm sure it has some impact they may not admit to it on the surface but it had to impact the team all the attention all the questions all the concern it had to impact them on the daily basis, and that had to come out in the way that they played down the stretch. Nah, that makes sense. Right? That does make sense. I can understand how that would impact guys. It's like, you know, we Rob and I went to the, the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight. Mm-hmm. Now, will what happened to Errol Spence, is that something he will ever be able to recover from as far as being as good a fighter as he was before that? Some guys can respond to that, and some guys can't. And so that's very well could could have happened with the Bills. Um, I hope they can get past it. Obviously, Demar's there, and, and we wish him nothing but the best. But um, yeah, that that may have shaken them, and that's an explanation, and it's a legitimate one. But obviously, they got to find a way to get past it.